Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Little Green Pasture. Praise the Lord. Today is a good day. Today is always a good day because Jesus Christ is sitting upon the throne of our hearts and sits enthroned in heaven. And we are his and he is ours. Praise the Lord. Well, before I get started, I am going to pray, but I also would like to say that I am thinking of making a little book of probably all my own musings and things that the Lord has shown me in just a little book. And I'm praying about it. Maybe you can pray for me that I will get a clear cut knowing that this is what Jesus wants me to do. But it's been in my heart for a while to do this, actually a short while. And I'll still be doing this, of course, because wild horses couldn't drag me away from it. But I feel so full that of things that I have, that my Bible is full of my notes and just things that Jesus has shown me. And I thought maybe, just maybe, I can make a little book to his glory. Now I'll pray. Father in heaven, I thank you so much that, Lord, that Jesus Christ calls me, that, Jesus, you call me your friend, that you call us your friends. Lord, you said we are your friends if we do what you tell us. And, Lord, we are here for you to do what you tell us. And that, Jesus, your life would grow within our lives more and more that we would grow and become great fruit-bearing trees. Now, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, strengthen me in this message, strengthen your own message, and let it be nothing short but rivers of living water. Direct my steps in your word and my thoughts, for I commit all into your hands. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Well, you know, a long time ago, years ago, I came across a scripture in Psalm 148. And part of that scripture has always spoken to me. And I, I really never knew why, but I know what it means doctrinally, theologically. But it still spoke to me. Now, it's a very little verse. It's Psalm 148.8. It says, fire and hail, snow and vapors. And this is the part. Stormy wind fulfilling his word. And I always wondered about that. And though I know that the fire and the hail and the snow and the vapors fulfill his word, it was something about where it says, stormy wind, fulfilling his word. And theologically, this speaks of his creation. But it also applies to the, to the phenomena of nature. 
And they really are servants and messengers of God. And we see those things of nature displayed externally out into the world, right? Like in nature, fire, hail, stormy wind, all these things. But in the Bible, we've also seen it as God's judgment, correction, and also of mercy, right? So today that word spoke to me more than it ever did in my whole life. And I'm just going to open myself up like a little book. Has this ever happened to you? I think it might have with what I'm about to say. You know, when you come so far in your walk, I know that there's always stuff in us that needs to come out and stuff that God's going to reveal in us. But I'm so glad that he does. And sometimes it's not always pleasant. And recently I've just really, really been on my knees, you know, just really seeking the Lord and, and just getting his attention and I feel like this little person down below going, Jesus, I'm over here. I'm down below at the bottom of the mountain. Like Watchman Nee said, those that are at the bottom of the mountain scream the loudest. And sometimes always being at the top of the mount is not always where he wants us to be. And about five days ago, in the middle of the night, I woke up and I felt so agitated. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, what is seriously wrong with me? And it felt like something was raging within me. And I didn't like it. I was like, what is up with you, Joan? So I tossed and I turned. Tossed about like the waves of the sea. Finally, I got out of bed and like normal, I go out there. And I was like, Lord, I was like, I was so churning on the inside. And I kind of knew what it was, but I didn't want to admit it. Because it was something that has been long running for decades of my life. Things I had thought from time to time that I've gotten uh, victory over. But then it would come back again, this stormy wind, you know. And then I'd somehow pray my way through it. But this time it came on with a vengeance. And I sat before the Lord and I was like, Lord, I, I said, I kind of think it, I know what it is, but it was so fiery and there was hail and there was the blasting of the snow and the blasting of the stormy wind in me. And it kind of scared me. And the reason why it scared me is because each one of those days, it kept getting worse and worse. Now, understand, I've been around a long time. Now, that doesn't mean I know everything. And in fact, the more I, longer I live and the further I go with Christ, I say the less I know and the more like a baby I become. And the more almost kind of like lovingly beggar-like I become to him and wonderfully childlike. And so I like it, actually. And I, I so the first thing I do, and probably what you have done, is you do your checklist. You know, I'm like, Lord, um, is there unforgiveness in me? Lord, you know how you just do that checklist? Is this the enemy? Because I, when you get older, and maybe even not even when you're older, but I'm just saying when you get older, I've been a fighter all my life that I, 
I thought, I don't want to spend the little bit of strength I have left to start shooting in every direction and hoping to hit one thing, like some carnival, some carnival game. And I, and I was, and I knew it was inside. It was so clearly inside. I didn't feel anything external coming upon me, but it was within. And so I kept every, and I, and I, I couldn't, the first day I couldn't get any answers. And I never through those five days, and today was the fifth day, did I ever, ever feel it was the enemy. Now, let me say there were moments in it where the enemy, he likes to come in. He sees, he knows when we're struggling. He sees, he doesn't hear what we think. He can't, he, he doesn't know our thoughts. Only God knows our thoughts. Get that through into your heart and into your mind. Satan can't hear what you're thinking, but he can see your face. And he piggybacks on that. And so every now and then it was like I was in an internal war. It was it was a raging war within me. And no and it was like all day. It wasn't like I got up in the morning, dealt with it, and went on my day. It was like all day long. And the more these awful thoughts were coming into my mind about um a circumstance uh something that's been long running like i said i thought i had victory over i never had victory over it at all all i had was reprieves and it got to the point where i just i was like lord i think i i, I know what it is and I didn't want to hear my mouth say it, but yet at the same time, I knew that I would want to say it. And it got to the point where I was begging God to say it. And I said, you know what, Lord, this is what's been hurting me for decades. And it just came out. And that was yesterday. And I had just a little bit more left in me. But it was this morning that I arose again and I went out into my solitary place. And I said, as I felt this peace starting to come with enter within me, I said, Lord, you sent a stormy wind to fulfill your word. Because those dead, broken branches. <clears throat> the stuff that accumulated in me, <clears throat> I couldn't see as you saw. I couldn't even know it as you saw it. And let me pause here because I've been praying, Lord, stretch me, take me further. Shine your light upon me. Reveal to me the things I have not seen before. Lead me in the way everlasting. Open my eyes, Lord God, and my ears as the learned. Use me, Lord God. You know, I told him, I said, Lord, I thank you for this little green pasture that you've given me. And I'm sticking with it. You'd have to rip the heaven open, Lord God, and appear to be yourself and tell me there's another field to go to. And it's been silent. And I said, then, Lord, and, and I just kept praying. I'm sticking with it, Lord, no matter what, because this is my little, this is my little field that you've given to me. But. I felt the worst stuff coming up out of me 
that startled me and it shook me up and I didn't know it was in there. And I grieved and I felt so these hot feelings of anger and unforgiveness and and remembering like a little altar was created within me where I'd go back and I'd pay homage to this little altar and I wasn't even realizing it. And I was paying homage to it and I was going over the things regarding that idol. And the Lord began to show me yesterday, it was just yesterday, that, you know, I could say, well, you know, you have to die to yourself. You know, I think that there's so many things as believers, we have heard so many times that it becomes uh, standard words. Well, you just need to die to it. Well, you just need to let the Lord, you just need to die to it. It's like, look, the one who's bringing me in to, on my cross, who's striking this blow on me, who's sending his stormy wind to fulfill his word and to destroy that altar and to sweep it away because that stormy wind has to do with wind that is the kind of wind, according to the scholars, that is so radical, like a tornado. They likened it to a whirlwind that's wreaking havoc and causing disaster and stripping everything out of its path. And I could say that is how it felt. And it was, in a sense, tormenting. And I was ashamed of things I was thinking. And I was grieving at the same time about these thoughts in my heart. I did not know were there. I came across Barnes notes and I love what he said. He said, his word goes forth as messengers to execute his commands and affect his purposes to accomplish his pleasure, obeying his command, accomplishing his purpose. Let the storm wind, which seems to be so little under any control, speak his praise by showing how obedient it is to his will and how exactly it carries out his designs. It's perfect submission to his laws, the exactness with which, though apparently so fierce, raging, and lawless, it carries out his plans and pauses when he commands it. It is, in fact, an act of praise or homage as it proclaims his majesty, his supremacy, his power. And I realized that my they're part of my woundedness from my childhood it was still bleeding you know david says my wounds stink and are corrupt because of my foolishness and this corrupt there there was a corruption within me but you know i realized that the love of God, in order for him to answer those prayers I've been praying that I showed, shared with you, how could he do that? How could he do that unless, unless those things are moved forever out of the way? You know, Amy Carmichael says, it is not the place where we are 
or the work that we do or cannot do that matters. It is something else. It is the fire within that burns and shines, whatever may be our circumstances. And I realized, you know what? See, the Lord is not interested in this, all these things. Like she said, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It matters that, see, God lives within us in you. And I, he showed me, don't be afraid of my stormy wind fulfilling my word in you. I want to do those things in you, Joni. I want to do those things in you, whoever is listening, whoever you are. I can't see you, but I have a feeling this word is speaking to you. Don't be afraid of it. See, because the one that's, see, we're, what, what we want many times, like, see, all, see, it's, God has been trying to purge me of it. And so every now and then, and I mean, it's once every five years, eight years, whatever, it comes back. But I, Lord, deem, you know, deliver me from this and everything. And I'm treating it as the enemy. It's like, Lord, I come against this, but I didn't, it wasn't the enemy. It was the Lord's attempt to purge out of me those things that are blocking, that are blocking. That fire that is burning within me and my heart and that shines, his light that's shining. Look, the Lord understands our pain and our hurt and our woundedness, our misshapenness. Our little altars that we don't put there on purpose. They've just been there. And there was us ownership I looked back. And I'm like, Lord, today you've made me free. And I bow my knees now to the Lord of heaven and earth, the God who made me free today. That now I know I can go on. And I can go forth in the life that Christ has given to me. Because the thing he did was very merciful. Stormy wind fulfilling his word, his word of mercy and love for me. And he wants to do the same for you. See, I was scared. Like, I'm like, what is happening to me? And it was so intense. And he did send his fire. And then he, the next day he sent his hail. And then the next day he sent his snows. And then after that, the vapors of smoke, the smoke of that fire that was burning in me, that was trying to burn up all the rubbish, all the garbage. And then the final end, the stormy wind fulfilling his word, those five things in five days happened to me. And it was intense. And it was something that I was grateful it was over. And yet the gratefulness wasn't that, oh, I have relief of it now. The gratefulness is to the God, Jesus Christ, who makes us free. He made me free today. In order for me to even, maybe even go forward to write those musings and those things I've learned that are precious gems to me. How can I do anything with that in me? In Psalm 107, 23 through 31, it says, They that go down to the sea in ships, that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depths. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. 
then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. And you know, I say, we are those that serve the Lord, whoever you are. Mothers, fathers, men, women, young people, the old people. That Those that are born again, and Christ is living in us by his spirit. We look at the sea of humanity. And we're doing the things that we're doing in obedience to the will of God. And this pleases him. It says they that go down to the sea in ships. It's like we are those believers that are going down into this world, into the sea of humanity. And we're doing business in the great waters of this world. And we see the works of the Lord. And we're partakers of his wonders of the deep as we go deeper and deeper into Jesus Christ. And we're going deeper and deeper into our own walk and, and we're dying more. And there's all this action happening to us. And we see that he's command, he commands and raises the stormy wind and he lifts up the waves around us in this world. And they mount up to the heaven and they go down into the depths, meaning the people, us. And then our soul melts because of trouble. And we reel to and fro and we stagger like a drunken man. And we come to our wits end. And then we cry into the Lord in our trouble. And then he brings us out of our distresses. He maketh the storm a calm so that the waves are of our still. He brings us into our desired havens. And those desired havens are Christ's desired havens for you. I thank the Lord for those stormy winds that fulfill his word. I was thinking this morning about when Jesus said, well, Paul says it in Romans chapter 8. He says, for ye are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ who loves you. And I said to myself, how can we be more than conquerors? Christ is the conqueror. He has conquered sin, death, and hell for us. And if we be more than conquerors, you know what I think that means? That we're the children of the living God. We are children of God through faith in Christ Jesus by the blood of the new covenant. And I thought to myself, if we be any kind of conqueror, let it be that we're conquerors within that we become conquerors through all these things, through those stormy winds, for the fire and the hail and the snow and the smoke of this life within and without and the stormy winds without and the stormy winds within fulfilling his word, bringing us into a calm. You know, I think of something Amy Carmichael said. She said she spoke to a woman. A woman came to her when she was in India and she had a little little child. And her husband went across the sea uh, to England. And 
um, I don't know if it was an Indian woman. I don't think it was an Indian woman. Of course not, because now I remember um, a woman whose husband was a missionary and she stayed back in India, but her husband went to England and she it was time for her to take the voyage. And she was terrible the voyage because she had heard how treacherous the sea can be. And she heard of stories of shipwrecks and that she had the worst class seating in the boat. And she's told Amy, she said, I am afraid to go on that boat. I've heard what happens on those seas. And not to mention, she said, where we're, where we are, I don't even feel safe. And then Amy spoke to her about Jesus, how he was in the hinder parts of the boat below and the disciples above. And the storm was raging. It says there was a great storm. Then he calmed the wind and the waves after his disciples cried out, Master, careth thou not that we perish? And he arose and he said, Peace, be still. He rebuked the winds and said to the waves, Peace, be still. And there was a great calm, a great storm and a great calm. I love what Amy says here. Sometimes we read the words of those who have been more than conquerors. We feel almost despondent. I feel that I shall never be like that. But they won through step by step by little bits of wills, little denials of self, little inward victories, by faithfulness in very little things. They became what they are. No one sees these little hidden steps. They only see the accomplishment. But even so, those small steps were taken. There is no sudden triumph, no spiritual maturity. That is the work of the moment. And so this work of the stormy wind and the elements of nature, but comprised in the spiritual sense, how God will send a stormy wind. He will come in with a fire and he will start overturning tables of money changers and thieves and robbers and everything that's in us that we don't even know that has been lodging there this whole time in order that nothing <clears throat> will ever have power over us ever again. Because if he intends to use you and to intend to use me and you want to go further with him, he's going to come around and he is going to do all those things. And that will fulfill that stormy wind will fulfill all of his will. So if there's something going on within you, you don't know what it is, and you, you're shocked within yourself, you're, you're alarmed about what thoughts are coming into your mind, it's out of control, you don't know where it's coming from, you're shocked, like, how could I have just thought that? Oh my God, and everything. Don't try to fight the thing in detail. Don't do it. You'll wear yourself out. The best thing to do is to go to the Lord and say, Lord, I perceive that you have sent a stormy wind to fulfill your word in me. Lord, let your will be done in me. Let the fire and the hail and all those elements that could be beautiful, that sometimes are beautiful, right? Fire is beautiful when we see it in a nice warm earthen glowing pit and family sitting around it or at your fireplace or snow we say what a beautiful scene is that snow 
or the or the smoke it could also be related to as fog we say lord it's such a beautiful foggy morning it feels so cozy or the stormy wind fulfilling his word think of the things that God wants to do for you and he has so much more for you if this is happening to you the Lord will take you through I love the words in this in the Psalms he caused men to ride over our heads he brought us through fire and through the waters He brought us out into a large place, to a wealthy place. And that is what Christ is trying to do in you. And that the waves thereof in you be calm. And in that calmness, there is a quietness that will remain forever. And I pray that that great storm in you, that fire will burn up everything in you that needs to be burned up this side of heaven. And the hail and the snow and the smoke and the stormy wind, his messengers of love, fulfill his word in you. So that the fire of the Holy Spirit within you that burns and shines will shine so much brighter and clearer than ever before. And like that woman, I don't know if I finished that story. I don't think I did. But after Amy told her that story, she said, She went home and she came back and she said, a peace came over me that night because I know that in the hinder part of the ship that I'm going to be in, the worst place of that ship, that Christ was in that ship on that sea and that wherever Christ is, is where I want to be. The Lord bless you. The Lord really bless you with his stormy wind fulfilling his word.